Hi, I'm Chris Buxton. And I'm Casey Dean, and welcome back to I Kissed a Frog and I Liked It, episode 10. Needless to say, there is a lot of stuff happening in the world right now, and we're working on episodes to address some of those issues, but for now, here's an episode we've been working on for a while. However, we want to keep supporting the important issues going on right now, so we ask that if you'd like to donate to us this week, please do not. Rather, donate to the NAACP, ACLU, or any other Black Lives Matter organizations or coronavirus organizations. Now, today's episode is something we've been excited about since the beginning of the podcast, so we are proud to present Growing Pains. Enjoy. Once there lived a dad and his son, (laughs) and each time they played, the two would both run. The young boy would wait for the ready, set, go. And a race would begin, dad in lead, son in tow. They wound through the grass, around rivers and trees, and the whole way the son would repeat, wait for me. As the race carried on, the dad stayed ahead. The son fell behind and the dad proudly said, you'll have to go faster if you want first place. I'm gonna catch up. But then every race, the dad rounded the corner to the finishing line, quickly taking the prize, saying, Whew, victory's mine. The son was unhappy and would wail with disdain. It's no fair. How'd you win? I don't like this game. Hey, don't worry, Adam, the dad said to his son. The reason we play is not to win, but for fun. Adam heard the wise words that his dad had just said, but the young boy could not get them into his head. Tell you what. There's an ice cream shop right over there. We can both have a scoop, the dad said with great care. Adam desperately tried to fight back a smile. He was less than successful, and after a while, that (laughs) inkling of mirth became Uh, a great (laughs) laugh. Oh, there's the Adam I know. Then on his own behalf, the dad said as soon as the upset was through, Let's go get some ice cream, and guess what? I'll race you. In spite of the ice cream and in spite of the glee, Adam couldn't help feeling beaten down and angry. Year after year, again and again, the dad beat the boy. Adam just couldn't win. I'll never beat dad. There's no point in racing. The boy said to his toys as he started in pacing. It's just he's so fast, so strong, and so tall. I mean, look at my legs. The boy said. They're so small. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, the boy had an idea. Wait, I need something new. If my legs are the problem, I need a new pair. But how can I get these strong new legs? And where? He sat there and puzzled for a moment or two, and then crafted a plan he knew just what he'd do. My dad's legs are perfect, he said joyously. They look good on him. They'll be better on me. That night in the garage, Adam found a large axe and proceeded upstairs, but then stopped in his tracks. Oh no. Adam realized a flaw with his thought. When I take my dad's legs, he sadly will not be able to walk. No, he'll need a replacement. So Adam made a quick stop in the basement. He searched every cabinet, each drawer, and each shelf till he found rusty old legs and said to himself, These legs aren't perfect, but they'll just have to do. So he went back upstairs to see his plan through. He chopped off his dad's legs in a couple of swings and then grabbed the old legs and some needle and string. He tied on the old legs and then cut off his own, 
and replaced them with strong legs, made sure they were sewn. By the end of this maneuver, the swap was complete. He had his dad's legs, his dad's toes, his dad's feet. The boy rushed back to bed with joy and delight. He just couldn't wait till the next morning light. How great I'll be next time I race my dad. I'll finally win, Adam said, feeling glad. Needless to say, the dad woke feeling sore, but it was a pain that he chose to ignore. So the dad and the son went back to the park. They stretched, they lined up, and then took their marks. Once again, the race started with... Ready, set, go! But unlike the last time, the dad started out slow. Adam raced to the front with incredible speed, and he celebrated. Take that! I'm in the lead! I'm proud of you, son. Keep up the great work. Adam kept going faster and maintained that smirk. He rounded the corner toward the end of the track, but his body was off balance, and he fell with a smack. Adam got back up and let out a wheeze. When his dad passed by, he said, Dad, wait, please! Then Adam watched as he lost yet again. His dad crossed the line, saying, Woo! Victory! I win! I thought this was my chance. The boy said with surprise. What's wrong with these legs? What's wrong with these thighs? That was mighty fine racing, the dad tried to console. No, it wasn't, Adam said with rage in his soul. Remember, Adam, the dad said to his son, it's not about winning the race, it's for fun. Once again, this advice couldn't seem to soak in. Adam stayed frowning, thinking how he'd never win. How about some ice cream? Would that make you feel better? No, leave me alone, he said, letting anger unfetter. The son ditched his dad right there in the park. He went back to his house and thought until dark. My first time with new legs was bound to be rough. My new legs need practice. They're not strong enough. Adam worked out his new legs nonstop for four years. He raced again and again, but it just led to tears. Four whole years later, There was no end in sight. So Adam made a new plan, and he waited till night. Maybe my problem has a simpler solution. Legs aren't enough. Time for more substitution. My dad's massive torso makes him fast, he declared. I need a body like that. Luckily, I am prepared to make a big shift and trade out my chest for the one on my dad. I'm sure that would be best. He went back to the basement, found some other spare parts, grabbed the axe, went upstairs, and once more chopping starts. He changed his neck and torso with parts from his dad and gave his dad random old parts that they had. He stitched up his dad's mismatched parts with more thread, but he got to the end of the spool and then said, Ah! I ran out of thread to sew myself up, so I'll have to use hair? I'll have to be tough. He plucked several hairs and then started to sew. By the end, he had hair places he didn't know. The change was complete. Adam felt bigger. He prepared for the race with masculine vigor. Adam wanted to let out a big battle cry, so he took a deep breath and gave it a try. But right then... His voice fell out of his throat. 
His new neck and head were too big to tote around that small voice that Adam once had. So once again, Adam turned to his dad. He took his dad's voice and all its low splendor. When dad hears me tomorrow, he's sure to surrender. And Adam remembered to replace his dad's voice with a spare voice found. He had no better choice. The new voice was scratchy and a little worn out, but it would do the job of that he had no doubt. Now my body's in balance, my lungs feel brand new, my shoulders are broad, and my voice is strong too. Tomorrow, he said, there's no way I'll fail. Tomorrow, he said, I will finally prevail. The next day, Adam's dad woke up in great pain. He tried to stretch out, but the pain just remained. Once more, he ignored all the new throbbing aches and went out to race for his dear Adam's sake. Ready, set, go. The race started once more. Adam took off with speed more than ever before. Just try and catch me, he shouted with glee, and he kept gaining speed past each bush and each tree. He was inches away from the end of the race when he felt a sharp pain surge across his whole face. His small head was failing to put up with the strain that his new body caused, and the blood in each vein pulsed its way toward his head and away from his body, and this mass emigration of blood caused, very oddly, small red welts to grow on his face at each seam. The welts swelled up with pus, and he started to scream. <sighs> this new problem rendered him totally still, and just then his dad passed him by with a thrill. Better luck next time, your old man still got it. He said as he finished the race just to flaunt it. That was a nice try, you keep gaining speed. Shut up, just shut up. Adam said as a plea. Wait a second, Adam, it's not a big deal. Well, Adam said. That's not how it feels. Each time I come out here, you always, always win. I hate you for it. Adam shouted and then the boy sprinted off away from his dad. He was practically sobbing from being so mad. I should have known I would lose with my weak little head. I'm so tired of losing. I wish I were dead. After several more hours of bitter remorse, Adam slowly decided to take a new course. My dad's mind is so smart compared to my own. His head is so strong while mine's not fully grown. Maybe if I do as my dad does, I'll someday catch up. I'll study some racing, let my mind develop. He went and got smarter, but the process was long. He lost race after race. Then more things went wrong. Each time the boy raced, the red wells would get worse. They covered his face like some terrible curse. All right, that's enough, he said after two years. I've been learning so long, he said, fighting back tears. I thought studying racing would make my head grow, but it's not fast enough. I'm still way too slow. There must be a shortcut to bypass all this. Then suddenly he realized, Oh wait, there is. It seems that it's time to make one final switch. I must take my dad's head off to solve this odd glitch. He ran to his dad, once more yielding a hatchet. He took his dad's head, made the swap, and attached it. 
Now my head's fully grown, Adam said gleefully. But my childish thoughts don't match the rest of me. I still have one problem to solve. Yes, it's true. And this problem, it seems, narrator, is you. Adam may have said this, but he never meant it. Oh no. I meant it. He was just lying to express his resentment. Stop talking like that. This was just a phase where the boy would rebel. Hey, don't call me boy. Then Adam was starting to feel quite unwell. How do you know how I feel? You don't know me. Next, he proceeded to set down the axe. No, I'm not going to do what you say anymore. He put down his weapon and- Get out of my head. Began to relax. Get out. Finally, nobody to tell me what to do or hold me back. I'm free. What? Oh, my head. Let's race, Dad. Can I have just a second? No, let's race right now. I thought you hated racing. I changed my mind. Come on, Dad. All right, all right. As long as you promise not to get upset if you lose. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Okay, give me a moment. Hurry, this way. Okay, you know the drill. Yeah, just start us off. Ready, set, go! This is it. This is my chance. There's no beating me this time, old man. Okay, don't get too cocky, Adam. You need to focus. This corner is the tricky part. Okay, around the corner, over the hill. There it is, the finish line. And yes, oh my God, I won. I finally won. I can't believe it. I actually beat him. Ha, take that, Dad. I totally destroyed you and I... Dad? Dad? Where'd you go? Dad? Dad? Hello? Oh my god. What are you doing on the ground? What what happened? It's okay, Adam. I just don't think I'm made for racing anymore. No, you can't stop now. You have to finish the race. I already did. Plenty of times. Now, this old body needs to rest. I don't understand. I need you to finish the race. I'm sorry, Adam, but I just can't. Okay. Right, well, how about a rematch? You could win the next one. It was never about winning. It was about enjoying my time with my boy. But you aren't a boy anymore, are you? This has to be a trick, right? No. You were always in such a hurry to grow up, so focused on racing to adulthood. You're trying to trick me into letting you win. Fine, I give up. First place is all yours. Don't be silly. You unfair and square. No. Dad, I've done a terrible thing. I took too much from you. I took your legs and your body and your head. Calm down, Adam. I knew the whole time. I did the same to my father. I should have never taken those things from you. Your old body is failing. I'll give them back. 
it's too late. Here, take your arms back and your legs no, in. No, I want you to have them. I've always wanted you to have them. But I'm so proud of you, Adam. You won. You finished the race. You're an adult now. But I don't want to win. No, no, no. This can't be how the story goes. Narrator, come back. Come up with some rhyme about how my dad gets up and finishes the race. Look, I'm sorry, narrator, but you have to come back. I'm not ready for all this. Of course you're ready. You've been training for this your whole life. That young body of yours is capable of anything. I would know. I stood right where you're standing once. But you've got other races to run. I don't want to. You don't have a choice. Life is a race. The best you can try and do is keep up. Now, go. Goodbye, Dad. Goodbye, Adam. And Adam went off to run other races, along the way meeting many new faces, and after a while he had his own son. And each time they played... It's good to have you back, narrator. Yeah, I'm here for him, not for you. And each time they played, the two... Sorry about earlier. Uh, excuse me, I'm kind of in the middle of a story here. Right, how does my story end? <laughs> yeah, it's not your story anymore. You're an adult, you're boring. No, I can still have fun. I can speak in rhyme. Yeah, well, stop telling me about it and show me. Right, right. Let's get this race started. I'm ready to run. Now, son, there's one thing I want you to know. I love you no matter how fast you can go. The point of the race isn't trying to win. It's enjoying each moment of youth you fit in. Come on, Dad, I'm ready for this to begin. This will be the race where I finally win. Someday you will. You'll grow big, tall, and strong. But I hope that before then these moments last long. Next, the boy and his dad started crouching in low, and he started the race, shouting, Ready, set, go! Thanks so much for listening to Growing Pains. If you enjoyed this episode, please think about liking or subscribing wherever you're listening. It always helps us get out to a wider audience. The next episode of I Kissed a Frog and I Liked It will be available in one week on June 17th. A huge thank you to our vocal talent, Hayden Beber, Hayden Beber, Hayden Beber, and Chris Buxton. Also, a huge thank you to Kyle Short, who composed an original score for this episode. I think it does so much for the episode, so thank you, Kyle. Instead of donating to us, we hope that you consider donating to the NAACP, ACLU, or any other Black Lives Matter organization or coronavirus organization. If you have any thoughts or comments about today's episode, you can email us at ikissedafrogandiliked at gmail.com. And as always, this podcast was produced, edited, and directed by Casey Dean and me, Chris Buxton. And this episode was written by Chris Buxton. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we hope you tune in next week.